Love. Respect. Communication. Loyalty. Keep that talking straight. Loyalty all the way. And trust. Progression. Music. We on the journey. Buckle up. We on the right. We here to give you that connection with the joy and I speak for his. I ain't pressed. I, I know they got it, bro. I'm here for sis. We ain't stressed. The view is always yeah. funny. The hits are hers, you. Hits are hers, you. Boy. Yo, what's good, Josh? Boy, Big Stove, man, coming to you on the His and Her Show. What's good with y'all? What up, baby? What's up, y'all? This your girl, Mooney, for episode three. Yo, episode three is coming for y'all. We keep doing it back to back every week. We got something great for y'all. We got a great show planned out. We about to get real. Relationship topics and a whole lot of other stuff. Mm-hmm. That folds into relationship topics that make people feel some type of way when you talk about certain things on the show topics. Uh huh. So this episode is to, to have, have or to hold. To hold. Not to have and to hold, but to have or to hold. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Can't have it. And we're going to tell you why. So today on the show, to have it to hold, we got about nah, seven, eight different topics we're going to touch underneath that one. But we're going to start it off with one of the things the women can talk about forever and ever. Matter of fact, we got some people that was we in this situation right now. Before I see how that unfolds, because it's about to be interesting. But what I'm talking about is what makes a man propose. Yes. So, ladies, we about to hear from the men, from Big Stowe's side, what makes a man propose. Man, so it's a lot. It's a lot, but it's not a lot. It's a lot and a little. Let's just put it like that. And the reason I say it's a lot and a little is because it's a lot of little things to make a man propose. I get it. So, it ain't always the big things that you can see in in the light. You know, it's a lot of stuff that happens behind the scenes that a man looks at and it's like, oh, word? That's wifey type right there. You know, one, we like the cuties. We like the baddies. We like the ones with the body and all that trophy wife stuff. That's cool. But that's not going to make me propose to you. Mm-hmm. Just because you got a, a bat, I mean, a back on back, a dump truck back there, nice little face, your hair's hit back, is is dip, that ain't going to make me propose. So explain to the people what will make you propose. I'm getting there. Oh, okay. So another thing that I can point out that will make me propose has nothing to do with your status. I don't care if you're an Instagram model. I don't care if everybody on your... That's honestly going to make me not want to be in your face all like that. For instance, wifey to the right over here. Mm-hmm. I saw her Instagram when I first met her. And I was like, nope, I'm good. <laughs> nope, nope. Not setting myself up for the woo on that one. Because she already looked like she had a whole, a whole baller in her corner. And I knew I ain't had nothing in my name. And this is why it comes to don't take social media literally. 
Not saying that I'm not the person who I portray to be on social media, but you thinking this person is that way, this person is snotty, this person is bougie, but you meet them and they real cool down to earth. Like, sometimes just take chances, you know? Yeah, so that goes into what makes a man want to propose. For me, it's about what we can do together. You know, when you're trying to propose to somebody, you're trying to build a legacy. You're trying to build a family, something, a foundation for your next generations to be born into. Mm-hmm. And if I can't see myself doing things with you on a business level or on a foundational level, it ain't going to rock at all. You know what I'm saying? The the sex might be bomb. You know, the time might be this, that, and the third. But you got to think about on a future standpoint of how yep. you could spend with this person. It's not so much of what you do for me today. What can you do for me in the future? That's what that's all about. So support is a big thing. Support is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. If I feel like my lady supports me in everything that I do, no matter what it is, and she's always getting behind me. And even if it's something that she doesn't agree with, she'll let me know, but also tell me other things I could do to make it work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what I look at in the mate that I'm going to propose to. Then it comes to having some type of laughing bone in your body. Don't be so serious. You know, laugh about some things. Joke around. Be a kid. Watch cartoons. Disney. Man, I, I hate when you talk to a woman and she just too grown to be grown. Just because you're 30, 40 years old don't mean you can't watch cartoons or comedy shows. Like... Everybody need to laugh sometimes. That is definitely true. Cause I'm sure that all y'all still go to comedy shows. It's the same thing. It's if it's on television. Now I'm not telling you that you have to have a childish side as far as playing video games. I don't expect my wife to come in here and play video games with me all the time. However, mm-hmm. when I get my hands on Mario Kart, it's going down. And 007, she need to come in here and help me with that. That's different. <laughs> but that's that's the childhood games we grew up on. You know, that's different. Board games, card games. You got to find other stuff to do in a comedic way because it just it lifts your spirit. You have to have someone like that in your life that can lift your spirit. That's another thing that gets into it. Spiritual. Not so much religious, mm-hmm. but someone that's spiritual. Someone that'll pray with you. Someone that'll speak, with, speak life into you. Let's put it like that. Most important. You know, you definitely have to have someone that can speak life into you. Then you got to have a respect. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. <laughs> Find out what it means to me. All right? You need the R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Not a... <laughs> I forgot to spell it. But you need the respect, okay? You got to have respect for each other, each other's boundaries, you know, each other's personal, you know, how I treat you in public, how you treat me in public, how we react in public together. It's a lot that goes into respect. It's a lot of things, a lot of different levels to it, but you got to have them. If you don't have that respect, it, it ain't going to work. And, and a man is not going to propose to you. And you got to respect the man as a man. Don't try to treat him like a little boy. If a man feels like he's being treated like a little boy, he ain't going to want to be with no woman. That woman. Well, that, yeah, that woman, <laughs> sorry. Not no woman, because, you know. But that woman, he ain't gonna be with you. If you feel like he can't be respected as a grown man, why, why, why I'm talk to you for? You ain't my mama. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta, you gotta know how to treat a man for a man to want to propose to you. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes in the financial, don't. I'm sorry. It's the new day and age. 
dudes, if you got money, if you got money like that and you want your woman to sit at home and do nothing with her life, that's you. That ain't me. I don't care if I got money. I need my lady to make money too. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Let's get this money together. Together, ching, ching. man. This is I'm not your dad. I'm not about to see her just take care of you, take care of you, take care of you. Like this is not the sixties or the fifties. <laughs> things have changed, people. A yes, lot of the times women are making more than men. Inflation. You know what I'm saying? Like times have changed. Get up and do something. There's a new song out uh, right now that I, I want to touch on saying that. He it's called Get Off Your Ass. Just because you're pretty, you don't get a pass. Get off your ass. <laughs> and that's dead ass. Because women today, they all about, I got to get a bag. I got to get, he got to spend this and spend that it's while I keep my women. money. Let's not generalize it. So okay. Women. Whatever. Majority. No, this, we, we're a podcast. Majority. A, okay. Majority of these young floozies. Okay, I can't say that. I can't say that. It's a show. But, um... I'm just saying, like that's that's all they live for. I'm a, I'm gonna take all this dude's money. He gonna spend all my money. But some niggas do. So you can't you can't really put it on the women because the niggas allow it. Let's talk about that. But no, let's not talk about that. Let's stick to the subject. Yeah, dudes allow it. They do. It's it's comfortable. I it, look. I come from a different day and age. You you gotta do to do. Like you gotta give to do. Like I I can't just be give 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 give. That's what for what? What does that solve? Okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyways, another thing that I say what makes a man propose, I'm not a mama's boy. I'm not. But you got to get with my fam. If my fam don't rock with you, it's going to be really hard for me to rock with you because... That's vice versa. Yeah, it is. It's because if I can't take you nowhere, it's then it ain't going to work. And I'm real big on family. You know what I'm saying? You find that out early. It ain't something that you'll really find out. Like you need to find that out early, early before it get too thick because it's going to be harder to let go if you find out that y'all do not mesh at all. So it's a big thing about being down to earth, showing some character, respect to your elders and stuff like that. Like my mother embraced my wife as soon as she met her. That was a plus for me. And then it was even bigger because all my, all, literally all my cousins, aunties brothers sisters it was all like oh she cool hey she put her foot in them greens bruh <laughs> hey <laughs> so, i even gonna lie your sister came for me on the note talking about you gonna have them miami greens like it was supposed to be nasty hold up yeah she kind of she kind of did something i even told my dad i was like dad man she got a run for you on them greens she put a foot in them she kind she look good <laughs> on that right now your dad came up to me and talk about who taught you how to cook collard greens? <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. She definitely did not know how to cook, man. I'm a fat boy. I love to eat. <laughs> yes, he do. So that she'll tell you I will eat out of house and home real quick, especially if the food good. <laughs> so if my lady know how to cook, you already 50% there for me saying, will you marry me? Because I need a woman to know how to cook. Because I'll tell you right now, I dated some people that didn't know no way around the kitchen. How just, did that how was that? Oh my god! I literally just was like, "I'll cook," because I knew if they got behind the thing on stove, it might burn down. Oh lord! Oh my goodness, it was bad. Like it's bad when you burn eggs. Like, come on, <laughs> how you burn? Wait, how you burn perka beans and wieners? How you burn that? 
It's a ball. You ball it. How you burn that? I right. don't know what to say about that. It's it's just some things that, man, just it's just bad. That memory just caught you. It because it, huh? it's so bad. It's like I don't know. Nowadays, a lot of kids don't go through home ec. I went through home ec when I was in high school, so that's I why didn't I have know home ec. I just watched my parents cook. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I watched my mom's, but majority of the cooking I did was in home ec when I was in high school. Shouts out to Euclid. What's up, y'all? But um, it's you gotta have these bare necessities, these simple bare necessities. Y'all don't know nothing about Jungle Book, okay? But uh, yeah, a lot of those things is what make a man propose. If you have majority of those things, you could get easily wifed up. You can. You could definitely get wifed up. Now, since you talked about what makes a man propose, let me get into the women of how do you know you're re ready to marry this man that proposes to you. So I do piggyback off of this respect aspect, the legacy aspect. We can build together. We can do this. We can do that. But... The main thing is respect. Does he respect you enough as a queen? Does he listen to your needs, your wants? Does he cater to you? And I know, you know, it's the 21st century and women are actually proposing to the men. But women, I would advise you not to do that because you may be forcing that man into a situation that he's not ready for. So that's going to be a whole thing within itself. And then the man may ultimately be unhappy and it's just going to rub off on the whole relationship and marriage and it's not going to be a lasting one. So just make sure that you know in your heart and your soul that you're willing to move forward with this person. He respects you. He treats you as a queen and you treat him as a king and you just make sure that it's there. There's no doubt in your mind that you want to marry this person. No oh. doubt at all. And to speak on force... Parents, you had your chance, bruh. Back the truck up, homie. This ain't your relationship. Yes. Back up. Let them speak for themselves. Yes. If they not ready to propose, then they not ready to propose. If they not ready to take a knee, they not ready to take a knee. If my bag ain't that big, don't force me to get no expensive diamond ring because you... <laughs> We'll get that for your husband or fiance or wife or whatever. I ain't you. I ain't got your bag. Stop trying to use my pockets to spend for your happiness. And it ain't even for you. So parents, take a lot of seats and back up. Please. Not saying that. Just parents, just respect your, you know, your child and your child's mate that they got this. I understand you want to be there as a as a support. And you want to make sure that your child has the best, but you have to actually let your child grow and go and do certain things yes. to learn. Yes. So you don't want to put your child in a bad space. So just give them the space and let things Put it like this. If y'all want y'all daughter, y'all son to get married so bad and they not ready and you force them into it and it ends prematurely, won't you feel bad? Mm-hmm. Especially if your son or daughter got their heart broke because you forced the other person to get married to them and they weren't ready to do it. Yes. That would make you feel like crap. If your daughter came in there crying and you knew. <laughs> he said, I wasn't ready for this. But you told them, 
either you with her, you ain't with her, and we're going to make sure you ain't with her if you don't propose type stuff. Like, yeah, that's, that's, that's not cool. That's not cool at all, man. Don't do that. Don't, don't try to run somebody's life like that. There's a lot of parents out here that be really trying to run their kids' lives through them. You know what I'm saying? Or live their lives through their kids. Like, that's that's not right, man. Don't do that. So, the next thing I want to get into when you're talking about relationships, let's speak on this. You know, it was on Think Like a Man. I want to know the truth behind it. The 90-day rule. Who can do it? Who can't do it? Who thinks it's logical to do? Who thinks it's a bunch of crap? Like, honestly, in my opinion, I think it don't matter how many days, it don't matter if it's a day, if it's a week, if it's a month, it just depends on you and how you feel you can handle certain things. Not just me. 90 day rule is cool, but it's some dudes, they'll wait the 90 day smash and leave. So ultimately it's not up to the days. It's up to the person, the individual. Just make sure it's right. That's my opinion. You know, I didn't even believe in the whole 90-day rule or whatever until I met the lady next to me, honestly. <laughs> and I wasn't going off of a 90-day rule. I swear I wasn't. I just wanted to make sure it was right. Like, I told myself, I said, I'm not going to talk about nothing sexual. I'm not going to talk. I ain't even going to kiss her. I barely even gave her hugs. I didn't want no type of intimacy per- persona at all because I know me. As soon as I get it a little bit, it's going down. Clapping them cheeks. So <laughs> I tried to be completely different because people that knew me back in the day when I was in college or when I was running the streets in Cleveland, I didn't care. If I just met a girl, if we go back to somebody's house, it might happen that night. You know, that was just that was who I used to be. I used to be a runner out there in these streets. Not so much a runner. That's probably bad word for that. Not a well, runner. Well, it sounds about right to me. No. <laughs> there she go, throwing the jabs. I swear she be Mayweather all day throwing them jabs. Just saying, it's the truth, though. Yeah, I guess. I, she did kind of read a book about me where I did say I did. You wasn't things. as bad as I thought you it would have been. It wasn't that bad. I've, I've, I've seen and experienced worse. Yeah, I mean, I got better. I got better. Back in my college time, like, it was it was a thing. It was a thing. But the 90-day rule really doesn't play in college at all. It's hard. It's real hard to play the 90-day rule. One, 90 days is your whole semester, really. You add another one, and that's the whole semester. So you telling me I got to wait a whole semester, and I got a whole beach of women? You don't know, you know how you say don't bring sand to the beach? You know, and you in college and you got white sand beaches everywhere. It's just a whole bunch of beach, everything, sand everywhere. And you want me to wait a whole semester before I do anything. It's really hard, especially because you young. All they do in college is have sex. That's college. I didn't think we was going to get in the college realm because there's no 90-day rule in college when you have parties every week. (laughs) But there's some people that do it still. There is some people that well, do. Well, those are the people that have a a vision of where they want their life to go, and that's completely understandable. Now, when you get into a grown man lifestyle after graduation, and everything, the ninety day rule. I honestly feel, from especially after experience, I honestly feel it's worth it because you find out things about people exactly real quick. 
You know, can they keep up a conversation without thinking or talking about sex? Can we have a conversation about business? Can we have a conversation about... Can we honestly be just friends? Can we stay in the friendship mode? Because when you're in a relationship, I understand the intimacy. But can we be around each other 24 hours a day, 7 days a week without hating each other? Yeah. Where's the love? You know what I'm saying? Like, can I be around you and just be, like, best friends with you? Kick it, watch a couple games, go to a couple games. Like, just be together without issues. Can we do that for 90 days? Because if you're trying to be with somebody for a long time. Longer than 90 days. You know, that 90 days ain't nothing. It's nothing, nigga. It's nothing. Just saying. (laughs) It's nothing. You got to say it like Cat Williams when you say It's nothing. So... When you want to go into, after the 90-day rule, the one thing you want to figure out is, do you know if it's worth it? When do you know, I let's make this exclusive. This is the one. We going to make it work. When do you know that? How do you know that? What clicks in your mind to be like, Hey, Bo, that's my shorty right there. So what clicks in your mind? I mean, it also goes into what I said when a man wants to propose. If she has all those qualities, I'm thinking about it. Because I'm like, you know, I haven't seen that in the last few ladies I talked to. She's doing something different. Mm-hmm. Difference is a huge thing for me. Because if you just like every other shorty I talk to, it's really hard to even think about you being the one. Because I hated them. <laughs> that's why I ain't with them no more. So if you look, if I look at you and I see all of them, that 90 days ain't going to last too long. And you, as a woman, may not know what those triggers were until you talk to him during those 90 days and find out. Mm-hmm. So if I find a woman that's like everybody in the past, then no, I, I haven't found a one. I can agree with that when it comes to the women's aspect because we do... Well, I'm going to get deep because y'all know I'm deep. People do say you meet the same spirit in different bodies. So, mm-hmm. I've had several dudes that was the same dude. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. When is it going to give? When mm-hmm. am I going to meet somebody that's not a fuck nigga? Mm-hmm. I'm just being honest. <laughs> mm-hmm. And to speak on the women's aspect, women... We're very nurturing. We love to provide. We love to give love. And some men do take that for granted, you know? And we're going to get into the next subject of sneaky links. Sneaky links. Where my slide is at. <laughs> Miami terminology. Yes, the sliders. <laughs> so, you know, you have that person who you know for a fact. This person may not be the forever person. But you feel like y'all vibing, sex is great, and y'all just chilling. But you know deep down in your heart that that's not the right person. But you still want to try. Don't be the statistic, sis. Hey. Let it be. Hey. Leave it alone. Have fun, especially if you're single. Hey. But let it be. <laughs> hey, look. I'm going to get into a version of Stinky Sneaky Links. A lot of dudes going to be mad at me for saying this. And they probably, more than likely, if their woman is paying attention, going to check you after the show to see if it's true. Mm, 
When you get into them sneaky links, them sliders, we have, and I know a lot of dudes did this when we were younger, probably still do it to this day. Be like, oh, that, that's sis. That's sis. Oh, that's like little bro for real. <laughs> Doing damn well. That's your sneaky link. Yeah, we introduce them. <laughs> you introduce them to your girl or your dude. Oh, that's like little bro. That's that's friend. That's friend. Ain't nobody to worry about knowing damn well you smashing or have been smashing or want to plan on keep smashing. A lot of those women and men, watch out for them. Now, it's a difference when it's genuine. Now, how can you decipher from genuine if they doing it all the fucking time? Tell, tell the people that. Honestly, you really can't. It's all about just it's trust. It's really about <laughs> trust. It's all about trust. And That's why they're the sneaky link. When you got people like that and you know it's some download shit going on, keep their ass as a sneaky link and move on with your life, sis. And bro. It looks like even, even if I got a bro or a sis, I don't go nowhere just with them. Mm-mm. Even if I know for a fact that's not even a setup, I don't want it to look like that. Because if I'm out with my so-called sis and one of my girl's friends see us, which is not going to happen, but if they saw us and they took it into something that it wasn't, I don't want that. We go in groups. I don't need the one-on-one. Take your mate with you. That too. That too. Because I tell you right now, I have a lot of female friends. And I'll be damned if my shorty think I'm trying to do nothing with them. So if I'm going somewhere, I'm hey, my wife with me. We all coming. It ain't <laughs> it ain't just me. We all coming. I don't know. Mm-mm, don't want those problems because that's an argument. Like, what? So why was y'all out there? Why I couldn't go? Hmm. Why I couldn't be there with y'all? And if you can't come with something correct, it's an argument waiting to happen. I don't want to have it. I'm not a confrontational person. I don't like it. Yes, just make sure. How do we get the sneaky link from sis and bro? Tell me that. A sneaky link is your sis and bro. A lot of times when you want to still have a sneaky link around, but you don't want your people to feel some type of way, they will give them a title. Well. I've seen it. That's crazy. I've done it. But there's a situation where your sneaky link isn't a system, bro, and you will never know about it. You will it. never, yeah. That's what a sneaky yeah, link that, is. That's even, that's even more. <laughs> Be at the club dancing with your shorty and your sneaky leak in the corner. Like, hey, when she go to work, holler at me. Like, Yeah, hmm. that's a sneaky link. Man, <laughs> the, the, the past that I used to have. I was, a, I was a fuck nigga at one point. Early, early years. Early, early years. I was in that area, you know. I did that. I'm not saying it was great. I just wanted to try it because all my dudes was trying it. It didn't work out for me That's too well. That's that peer pressure shit that I was talking it didn't about work on out. the last episode. Don't let like, anybody force you to do wait, nothing that you don't want to do. Bruh, I was that dude. I tried to talk to like two girls at the same time like all my dudes was doing. Uncoordinated. Bruh, when I tell you, so this is when I knew I'm supposed to be a faithful dude. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I try to talk to someone and have somebody on the side. I couldn't remember names well. And I would call girls out of their name, other girls all the time. And then I was like, you know what? This probably ain't for me. Because don't let the name, like if you was talking to a Talisha and a Tanika, it's all bad, bro. Don't do that to yourself. Because you could be in a situation and talking to Tanika and be like, what's good, Talisha? And it's over. That's it. 
The whole thing you've been working on is done. Don't do that. Just be with one girl. If you want to be with more than one, let them know that and have that known in the But that's the thing about a sneaky link, though. You're not even in... Okay, so we got different versions of sneaky links because you're bringing in relationships, system, bro. But a sneaky link is you're single, but you still out here sliding with somebody that nobody knew about. I mean, but it could still be in the same with the system, bro. Yeah, it can. But you're not even going into that realm. You're speaking on one realm when there's several realms. It's a whole lot of realms. There's more. So basically, the sneaky links are to hold. That's the reason for the episode to have or to hold. Why do we hold on to our sneaky links knowing that they could possibly do better, we could possibly do better, but we're still sliding? Is it an itch that you're trying to scratch? I already know what it is with the women. He got that thing, and you don't want to let it go. You definitely, you are absolutely right. You are absolutely right. It be like that sometimes. He got that hurricane. She don't know what to do. She can't find it nowhere else, so she's staying. She keeping it. She don't care. She don't care how toxic it is, because as soon as they get in the bedroom, she going to forget all that. That's true. That's why she keep us <laughs> sneaky thing. So it's, what is it for the men? For the men, it's the same thing. She got that mouth. What that mouth do? That's why the dudes be keeping around the sneaky links. What that, what that wop like? What that macaroni sound like? That's why dudes <laughs> keep sneaky links. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Yeah, it's all toxic, about what they The do. most toxic people be the best in bed. And I think they know that. And that's why they toxic. Yeah, man. It's, it's honestly the bedroom makes a lot of decisions. And who's going to be a slider and who's going to be a sneaky link. It really <laughs> depends on what your skills are. If you got skills... If you could do something that other people can't do, but us not working as a relationship, you my sneaky link. <laughs> you the link I hit up when I know all else fails is going down and I'm going to be happy. Yeah. That's what my sneaky link is for. Now, you have the sneaky links, right? But then we go into this other segment, your friend or your foe. That's the most dangerous thing on earth. Man, look here. That friend or foe situation is serious. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That foe, you know, the snakes. Snakes in the grass. The ones that's trying to see you fail so that they can feel good about their situation. But they stay in your corner as your friend and you'll never know. It's not purposely that they want to see you fail. They do, but they want to go with you if you go anywhere. Right. Just so they basically... The back later. A lot of people in the foe area... They like, hey, I'm going to ride his coattails until he make it so I can make it. But in the back of their mind, as soon as they find a way to get out and you can't get out, they taking it. That ain't really a friend at all. That's just a foe. They just they just riders. They just there for that moment. They, they, they ride the wave. Yeah, they ride the wave. And as soon as it get too crazy out there, they, they jump ship. And you need to figure out who those snakes are early because if you don't, it's going to really hurt your future chances. Like Tyler Perry say, they like trees. Are they the leaves of the tree? Or are they the stump of the tree? Are they the branches? Leaves and branches fall off. But are they the base of the tree? You have to decipher between the two. Or the three. Or the four. <laughs> it, big time, you know. Especially when it comes to this, you know, like the rappers. make it The things that you make a lot of money doing. You can find out real quick 
who your friend or your foe is if your money ain't right. Because if you broke, all right, you broke, you can't give them something. You can't do for them. You say no when they ask and they just dip on you. That's a foe, you know, or you had the ones that only hit you up. Hey, bro, let me borrow a couple dollars. Don't say shit to you ever again. But only when they need some money. That's not a real friend. That's not somebody you need to have in your corner. Because there's a thing about having distant friendships. I got a whole lot of friends that I don't talk to every day. But I still make it known that I'm a friend. You know, you call and check on them every now and then. Have a conversation just to see how they doing. But if you're that one person that only calls... If you need some money, or if you need a favor, or if you need anything, but you never reciprocate, you're not a friend, bro. That's not good. And if you're trying to be a friend, and you're not intentionally trying to be a foe, you need to check what you're doing. Because you might not think you're a foe, but the other side thinks you're a foe because you those are the traits you're doing. You need to check it. And if I'm talking to anybody directly that only hits their friends or family up when they're looking for money, you might want to slide on that and check it because you burning a bridge and don't even know it. Don't be like that. Don't be that person, man. Tell me. I know some people out there that's like that. And I'm waiting on them to catch the wave. Now, since we spoke about foes, let's talk about friends. Friends. Like... I have some friends that I've known for a, a, a long time. High school, middle school, elementary school. And, you know, we don't always talk on a daily basis, but you know they're your friend. So they're always with you in your time of need. And with us being adults now, we have our own lives. We have our own busy lives. And we can't always meet up. But, you know, just keep those friends around. Those friends that do not necessarily want to use or abuse you. But they're always there to uplift you. Now, this is the kicker. Because some people may think this is a foe. If your friend doesn't agree with everything you do and they're trying to make you a better person, that is not a foe. That is a friend. Because a foe will let you do whatever you want to do, even if it's wrong. But they're just riding away. A friend tells you about yourself. And they only try to make you better. I ain't gonna lie. My dad was a stern dad he did not play he told you about yourself and that's the type of person that i am if i see my friend struggling or if i see my friend in need i'll be like look i love you but this is what you need to do it may be harsh but at the end of the day you only try to make them better don't take that negatively take it with strive and move on because your friend only speaking from experience do you agree i agree wholeheartedly for sure like you if you have a friend that's going through something, even though you know it might hurt their feelings or might make them feel some type of way, but they need to hear it, a good friend will let them hear it. A good friend will tell it to them, but they will do it in a respectful way yes. that they're not beating that person exactly. down. Exactly. Do not talk down on your friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, every friend needs that upgrade. Every friend needs that uplift. So, be that friend. Don't just let them go out there and make a whole bunch of wrongs when you had the right answer the whole time just to see if they can do it or not. Yeah. Like, give them some help. You know what I'm saying? Be that real friend. 
It might hurt. They might be mad at you for what you told them or what you asked of them. But in the back of their mind, they know that you're doing it all out because you care. Be that friend. Hold on to those friends. Yeah. To have and to hold those friends. The foes, some of them, you know, they say keep your keep your enemies closer. I don't do that shit. But <laughs> it's it's levels to that. Like you got to know where they're gonna put them if you're gonna keep them closer. I wasn't necessarily your friends, but especially in business. In business, that's a completely different story because your foe could definitely help elevate you. But it's just how you want to take it because the foe probably have the keys to where you need to go. Business is tricky, though, and I'm going to just be completely honest. It is tricky. But you have a say-so over your personal life, and that's what I want to say about that. All right, all right. So to have and to hold, to have and to hold, right? That's the topic we're on. Let's jump into your employment. To have or to hold? Mm. Is it a job that you just working at to get a check, or is it something that you love to do? Is it something that you want to do, or is it something you can care less about to have or to hold? So a lot of people are trying to get into this entrepreneurship, right? Everybody wants to be a boss. No one wants to work for someone else. support that a thousand percent. (laughs) But this one thing, I think that a lot of people forget how hard it is Mm -hmm. to start a business Mm -hmm. and live off of that business. Mm Mm-hmm. And then get mad because the business doesn't come like they want to. And then they looking like boo-boo the fool. I personally, this is my own opinion. If you're going to have a business, have your business. But I feel that until your business is pulling in some punches to help you survive, don't leave your 9 to 5 completely. Like, you got to have something in the background to help you out in case something don't work until it gets to the point where you're floating. This is my opinion. If you have a job that you feel miserable at, and if you do want to go cold turkey into entrepreneurship, make sure you have at least six months of savings to take care of all your personal bills. Yes. Before you go cold turkey into entrepreneurship. Yes. Because that downtime will make or break you. Yes. I would even say a year's worth of savings because... I'm just being... Sometimes even three, but six months is the the, the bare minimum. minimum. Yes. Six months. But I would say on average a year because if you could have your bills paid off for a year, like saved up, you have time to make some mistakes with the business that you're trying to create because that everything's taken true. care of. Yep. So you need to make sure all your ducks is in a row before you try to do this entrepreneurship. Because a lot of people I see, I'm quitting my job today. Start my own business tomorrow. And rent due and I ain't got no way to pay it. <laughs> like, don't be that person. I understand you see on social media these people out here doing this, they doing that. They telling y'all snippets. They not telling y'all the full story. They just giving y'all synopsis of what they've been through. You know what I mean? So just make sure... That you're taken care of. That goes back to doing what you need to do. Don't look at other people's successes. Because God has your success already mapped out. So you just have to work on it. You know what I mean? Do not. Do not. When I tell you people be drowning in these social media. Like me, myself. Like you say, you met me via social media. And I was posting. I was doing that. I was just having fun. 
I was building my brand, but I was legitimately having fun. Nowadays on social media, you can't have fun, in my opinion. Yeah, and a lot of times you can't because everybody looking at you is like a business. Yeah, you gotta you gotta walk on eggshells on social media nowadays. It's crazy. So with these jobs, the education for these jobs plays a big thing. So another part of to have it to hold is it to have a degree or to not have a degree. So should you have the education or should you hold the piece of paper that have a degree? What do you feel? So, Bay, what is your look on that? What do you feel about the education aspect when it comes to these jobs? I feel like Google is your education. <laughs> YouTube is your education. You spending hundreds of thousands of dollars to learn something that you could learn for yourself on the World Wide Web. Now, back in the days, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that, but the internet has brought us a mass amount of knowledge and wealth that we really don't need that piece of paper. And to be honest, it would be nice to have, but it's not a requirement. Millionaires and billionaires nowadays don't have a college degree. And that's just a trillion. Not even a hundred, a trillion. I mean, I give you that. And, you know, me having a college degree background, in the beginning, that's what it was all about. Like you said, back in the yes. day, you needed a degree to get Definitely away. Definitely did. And it sucks, though. It sucks, though, because when I started going to college, everybody was going to college. Everybody was trying to get a bachelor's degree. And what I feel happened is as soon as I got my bachelor's degree, my bachelor's degree was on the same level of having a high school diploma because everybody had one. So now I wasted all these years, five years in school. Yes, five, because I kept changing my major. But five years in school to get a bachelor's degree just to find out that ain't enough. Now you need that bachelor's degree and 10 years of experience on like top of that, that bachelor's degree. I feel degree. like it's a setup. I feel like it's a setup. It's like, a why would you setup. do that? You got me spending all this money, and then when I get the money, and then you got to also think about it. The, the the amount of people getting hired for certain jobs. It's like 200, 1,000 people applying for this one job, and only one person is going to get it. Yeah, it's just really sad. So then I said, all right, cool. I'm going to get a master's degree. So now when I get a master's degree, I should be able to get a job anywhere I go. Now this is the kicker. I got my master's degree. Now I'm worth too much yeah. to be hired for a job. That's Are you true. kidding me? That's true. That's like, true. you say go get all these degrees. We get them. First you say I'm underqualified. Mm -hmm. Now I got the degree. Now I'm overqualified. It's and a game. It's like, and then when you have a master's, it's the same thing. Oh, I want you to have 10 years experience. With that master's. When did I have time to get this experience. If I'm in school trying to get my degrees. At least not the experience that I need. Like I understand people go to school and work all the time. But it's not that easy for everybody. Everybody don't work that way. Yeah. So now you're telling me. I got to wait another 10 years. 5 to 10 years of getting this experience. By that time. I don't even want to work there no more. <laughs> 
you know, and now I wasted all this time getting these degrees and I got to pay all these student loans back and I'm sitting here looking like, wow. Yeah. You know. Now, listen, we're not discouraging you from getting a degree or telling you you need to get a degree. That solely depends on you and what your goals are in life. Yeah, this is all opinionated, you know. I still think you should try to get a degree. You know, even if it's a smaller one, an associate's degree, a certificate in something, get a trade under your belt. You still, I feel, need some type of education on paper. Something that could be have a paper trail because the industry today... If you're trying to work in corporate America. Right. If you're trying to work in corporate America, you got to have a degree, I feel, of but some sort. If you have that entrepreneurial spirit, but yeah, you already have your degree in your mind. Basically, just Make do your work. Google. Make going into that so a lot of these people out here are getting that money they got the they got the cheat code a lot of these people out here got the cheat code on how to survive in the industry mm -hmm. but so many people with the cheat code will not share the wealth yep why what is it hurting you to assist me on how to navigate in the entrepreneurship world. Well, I'm going to speak for what I believe it is. You can say it's experience or you can say it's what I see. I feel like some people don't like to share their wealth because they don't want that person to overachieve them. And I, you know what? I feel like that's okay if this is the same industry. But a lot of the times, you can share the wealth with someone, and they ain't got nothing to do with your success whatsoever. That's just you beating yourself down because you second-guessing yourself. Even if it's in the same industry, it's a trillion people in this world. It's, it's so you, there's many. There's different markets. You don't have to be in the same market doing the same thing. You don't have to be in the same city doing the same thing. You don't have to be in the same state or country. Share the wealth. Especially, okay, I'm not saying share the wealth with any and everybody. I'm just saying, especially if it's a close friend or if it's somebody that you admire or you want to see succeed, don't don't feel combative with that person. You don't have to give them everything because at the end of the day, you have worked hours, months, years to achieve what you've achieved. Just give them a head start. That's all. Give them a head start if you want to. If you don't want to give them the grand scheme of things, give them a head start. Yeah, just give me the cheat code, man. That's all we ask for. A lot of the people out here trying to make it, they just need to know what are they doing wrong. That's it. All y'all millionaires, billionaires, trillionaires. Well, like, that's how they stay. It's, 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 <laughs> it's Russian roulette. Like, I'm not trying to get in your pocket. I'm trying to have my own pockets. I'm not asking you for money. I'm just asking you for assistance on what did you do differently that I didn't do to get where you are. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Share the wealth, people. Y'all always talking about making us a better society, making us a better world, but everybody trying to be secretive all the time. Share the wealth. You never know, but you just sharing the wealth. You might have helped a whole family, a whole generation of people just by sharing the wealth because they couldn't find the help anywhere else because they definitely well, not saying in school. Well, speaking of share the wealth, and since we are musical people, it'd be a lot of people, rappers, singers, that's sharing the wealth, but it's all... Flooded by the people that talk about sex, drugs, this, that. Oh, they song ain't bumping. They song ain't boring. I mean, 
Yeah, that's all yeah, that. But a yeah. lot of this, it when it comes to music, if it ain't about the money, they ain't 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 not working. It's all about a bag. They ain't sharing nothing with you to do nothing unless you got a couple thousand in your back pocket. I'm not talking about it that way. I'm talking about the message in the songs. Man, yeah, they sharing. They ain't sharing much. They sharing. Jay Z's sharing. If you heard his last album, he was sharing. He was telling us to get our credit together. He was telling us, stop claiming a block that's not even owned by you or your family. Stop doing that shit. Stop claiming territories. Stop doing that. It's not about that. It's about building a wealth for your family, your friends, and getting out of an area and making your own area. Stop claiming something that's not yours. Boss up. Boss up. So let's get into the closure of our show today. Thank you for listening in and rocking with us today. The topic of the day was to have or to hold. And that solely depends on you. But you would rather have something to hold on to. You see how I did that? Mm -hmm. Have both. (laughs) (laughs) You can always hit us up. The his and hers view at gmail.com. You can also check out the polls. We're going to have polls at the end of the show so that you can go ahead and chime in on the discussion. On Spotify. On Spotify. All right. Make sure you check us out every Sunday, every Sunday at 12 p.m. to drop the knowledge on y'all so we can get it popping and get it going soon. Soon, I wouldn't say this month, but soon we will start doing music reviews too. So it's about to be popping, popping. <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all stay safe. Y'all be safe. Peace. Bye.